This week in Middle Earth, Elvis Genealogy 101, and I better not catch you napping. Welcome to Dead Broet Society. I'm Andrew. And I'm Drew. Wait, what? Who yeah. are you? I'm Drew. Tell me more, Drew. How did we meet? Uh, you taught me how to make coffee once upon a time in Whole Foods. Oh, I can't I, say that. In a, in a corporate grocery store. No, you can so say organic. that. It was pre-Bezos. We're fine. We're fine. Oh, great. I actually, uh, thinking back, there was like a period of time that I would call the spring of Arda. <clears throat> and it was, it was probably the best time of my life when there was just the four of us. We kind of did whatever the fuck we wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. They said, uh, Hey, we want to open a coffee bar. We don't know how to do it. You guys like coffee, right? Like, yeah. Sure. It was awesome. Like, Honestly, best time of my life besides was, the whole like divorce thing. Right. Besides that. <laughs> so I invited you here because I know, you are, you're a fantasy guy. I mean, you're in most of my fantasies, but besides that, hey. you're like a, you know, talk, tell me a little bit about your, tell the, tell the fives of people listening, um, a little bit about your fantasy background and how that relates to Tolkien. Um, well, I knew this day would come when my knowledge of deep lore fantasy would come to fruition and someone would say, Hey, I'm doing a podcast about the Silmarillion. You could have easily said, I'm doing a podcast about Dark Souls. And I would have gone, heck yeah, let's do it. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I like reading deep fantasy novels that nobody wants to read because they're full of maps and glossaries and encyclopedias and everything has 800 names. Oh, so you're good with that shit that I hate. Uh, no, no, nobody's good with it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> I just read it. Cause I hate it. I hate it so much. And I picked the worst possible book to start with. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's incredible. And, uh, yeah. it's been a really great intro to the legendarium. Is that what somebody called it? Is that what Andy called it last week? Oh, I'm so, man, I'm so sorry, man. I'll listen. I'll listen back and I'll, I'll correct <laughs> that if I have to, but uh, I mean, there's some amazing stuff that's happened so far. Um, you know, there's some lineage stuff that's super boring to me, but I just have to hope that it'll make sense later. It's um, the timing for this couldn't have been better Go because uh, I tried to read. My mom gave me the Silmarillion when I was in middle school and she said, you like Lord of the Rings. So here, give this a go. I read the first chapter, I think 400 times, <laughs> didn't remember a word of it. I found myself reading the first page over and over and over again and not ma- retaining any of it. Doug, if I can pull back the curtain a little bit, um, I my episode prep... I mean, because I'm reading this for the first time too. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you not your first time. This is this is my first time. I had just decided to read it again because we're uh, in a pandemic world and I have nothing but time. So I was like, I'm going to finally get through this book twenty years later. <laughs> <laughs> so more than twenty years. Come on, you're older than that. 
I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, ageless. I'm without yeah, time. Okay. I, you're, you're outside of whatever. So, okay. Um, yeah. So I, I've never read this. And so my episode prep is generally like, I, I won't let myself read ahead cause I want to, I want my opinions to kind of stay fresh. That's and so move. I will, I'll read the chapter and then I'll listen to the chapters while I drive and then I'll read it again. And then I'll take in, uh, an elf wines road video or two. Of I don't course. know if you're familiar with her. Oh man. This yeah, is the second, second pod in a row. I'm mentioning her and boy, do I want to meet you? Come on, come on elf wines road. Let's hang out on the pod. Um, and you're so like, it. you're doing it the smart way, right? Well, I'm trying, but you know, I, for a chapter that took you really 10 minutes to read, like two chapters total, like I spend maybe three hours doing this. So I like read these chapters. This was the the first time that I had like read the chapters. I I started rereading this like maybe two months ago Uh and I... You t- asked me to do this with you, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I'll reread the chapters. And I like took notes while I was reading it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I remember a name now because I like got to stop for a second and just write something down. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you asked me about the lineage of Finway, I, I, don't, I know one who we'll get to because his name is fucking stupid. But yeah. anyway, so, uh, so you want to get going, all right? Yeah. Here we go. So, chapter five. Five of Eldamar and the Princes of Elderly. So, this starts with um, the first elves to Arda, right? Mm-hmm. So, it kind of gives us a little little background about the Vanyar and Noldor. Um, mentions that there seems to be something like an old land bridge kind mm-hmm. of at the top that once. <clears throat> Maybe once connected Amon and Middle Earth and was destroyed by um, Melkor during that siege. Um, so there's like grinding ice. Um, so Orome has to take them by sea, and they're afraid of the ocean. Yeah, what a what a coincidence. I mean, um, I, I, there's you. There seems to be an ongoing thing with water, and I don't really understand it. Um, but I'm getting to understand it because there's a lot of it here today. Um, so they're afraid of the ocean. Um, the Valar convince Ulmo to go to the elves. He blows his horn, sings some songs. All of a sudden they're fans of the sea. Big fans. And it's, yeah. They, they decide that is terrifying. Wait, what's that song? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think he's playing? Uh, like, do you think he's just playing like the, the, uh, raining blood riff over and over again. He's he's playing uh, Oceanic by Isis, and oh, they're like, "Oh dang, I do love the ocean. Yeah, this is perfect." Who doesn't? <laughs> right? I prefer Pelican, but but really, who's 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 uh, who's who's worried about that? So, um, and it, it's also it also bears mentioning that Ulmo didn't want to do this. Um, he was like talked into <clears throat> it. He was like kind of against them. Ulmo felt like the uh the elves should stay in middle earth which like i back i get that you know yeah yeah they were like hey go you wake up um over here and they're like okay wow this place is great you guys are actually going to cross the ocean now 
We're going to what? We're going to who? <laughs> but the great thing is how it gets done. So Ulmo moves a fucking island. Like a boss. A like real why? Boss. Why wouldn't you? So the. And, and it was also, I thought about this. Does it mention, did you catch that it mentions where he got the island from? Uh, just like the middle of the sea, like okay. in between uh, uh, Arda and the other one, Amon. <laughs> so, well, Arda's the whole thing, in between Middle Earth and Amon. Right. So I, what I kept going back to was like, did he take the part of the land bridge that was destroyed? Is that what he did? But like, No, no that's, I, ca- that's that. uh, I forget the name of it, but it's called like just the shifting ice. The, uh-huh. So Arda looks like a big horseshoe, more uh-huh. or less. But the only map that anybody ever sees of Middle Earth is just like part of a continent. So you right. don't see like the whole thing. It just looks like a big dumb horseshoe or uh, like lungs. And like there's just this little bit up at the top that Melkor fucked up. Can I curse? I just mm-hmm. did. Is that allowed? Okay. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> so it's just like a bunch of ice that's constantly shifting and nobody wants to go up there because it's dangerous as hell. Right. <laughs> Uh, and Orame definitely doesn't want, doesn't want to take him that way. Cause that's, that's a little too much. Um, so the Vanyar and Noldor get on the Island barge, they get dragged to Amon and they pop into Valinor. Why wouldn't you? Pretty, that sounds pretty, like a, it all went according to plan. Yeah. Tail well done. That's the episode. Um, so the Island barge was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'll say who is the Maya, the inner seas kind of stays close to shore and he hangs out um, and meets the Tellery. So the Tellery who stayed who in middle earth missed the boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, cause they're looking for, they're looking for their homeboy. So yeah. of course they didn't make it. Um, Tellery stay in middle earth. They couldn't hear Olmo. They're looking for lover boy. Um, they hear about Ingway and Finway. They miss their friends. Some of the Tellery, wait for the next moving island. They make Olway their king and they make pals with Osei and Weenan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, um, so almost like, Hey, everybody, the boat's here. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll. And the Tellery are like, wait, our, our boy, just, <laughs> just five more minutes. He's like, no, you have four minutes. They're like, ah, yeah, and piss. how long, how I'm trying to get my sock off while I'm doing this. How long have they been waiting for, for, uh, for Thingol? Uh, I mean, it's got to be like. I feel like it's probably probably a stupid amount of time. Right. The way that this book is written, it could be five minutes or it could be five million years. And there's no way of knowing. Because in in two sentences, they go, and the Tellery missed the boat and they (laughs) bounced. So. So, okay. So they hear, they miss their friends. Um. They start hanging out with Osei and Weenan. Osei teaches sea lore and sea music, which I'm picturing is just a bunch of uh, Dropkick Murphy songs over and over oh, again. Oh yeah, it's just sea shanties. Yeah, he's like he's <laughs> like we're we're shipping up to Amon, and I lost my leg. Um, we're like, getting oh, sued wait, for that. The sea is pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, like wait, what can we do over here? Um, so Tellery are now stoked on water. They can't get enough of it. Uh, they like an ongoing mu- theme. They like music, like waves on the shore. Um, Finway, King of the Noldor, prays to Ulmo 
to bring the Tellery to Amon. Um, and that kind of bums Osei out. Like yeah. that's, yeah. that's his, that's his friends. Osei if the Tellery leave with, with the Tellery, he's got no more friends, which kind of sucks, but also does it? I don't know. Yeah. He, he took this, this situation that he was handed with everybody going across the sea and he made the best of it. He said, Oh, they forgot these other elves. So we're going to, we're all going to be friends now. And then Manway was like, mm mm. Now I don't get those anymore. <laughs> you know, there was something that I, I, I wrote down to mention because it, I feel like, and, and I don't know, maybe you can correct me on this, but this chapter and the next chapter were the first to mention praying. Were the first to mention, I mean, like the children of Iluvatar just woke up. So I get yeah. that like not much has happened, but like it's the first time it mentions the elves praying to the Valar, which kind of struck me as, as like kind of strange to be honest. uh, I'm I've like heard these stories and I've read them and I've like sort of grasped a little bit of what was going on, but I never really understood like the relationship between the first awoken and Mm. like the gods, like they're, they're gods. So The, like they they like them and they're all buds, but did they just wake up fully formed adults? That's and, what it seems. That's what uh, that's what homeboy last week said. Seemed and, to say that like with their language, I mean they're coming from Iluvatar, so I assume that since all of the all of the Ainur all were kind of born or like brought into being knowing music at least. Um, it's not beyond the scope of imagination that, you know, the children of Iluvatar would just be born with certain, uh, certain skills, I guess. I mean, cause they pick up more skills, but are they just teenagers? Do they just like well, no. argue and they, fuck a they, lot? No, I imagine if they were teenagers, well, maybe the, the, uh, Teleri are teenagers cause they were late to the party and, their parents said, Hey, it's time to go get in the car. We're going across the ocean. And they're like, <laughs> we'll to, get there. <laughs> it's time to get in this. Uh, I picture them getting, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I picture this whole time that they're stepping foot on the Jurassic park Island for some reason. That makes sense to me. Like, I just imagine that that's what's going on. And they're like, welcome to Amon. And there's yeah, like it's just brontosaurus, it's just a big, huge, mountainous sort of Hawaii-esque island, and they're just like scooting it across the ocean. Like Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Um, oh boy! All right, I'll oh, see you later. It was nice. Boy. Yeah, it was good seeing <laughs> you again. Um, so, so Finway praised Olmo um, to get the tel- the Tellery to Amon. Um, Osei's bummed. Um, he persuades some of the uh, some of the Tellery to stay. They became known as the Falathrim. Yeah, the uh, Falathrim, the elves of the Phalas. <laughs> Phallic elves, finally. So they Jeez. become the master shipbuilders um, because that's what that's what Osei's good at. And With so, our Lord uh, Seerden or. Kierden or Kierdan? I was saying Kierden, and I don't yeah. know why. Um, 
He seems I, nice. He's yeah. really good at building boats. He's so really good at, good it. at it. He he. Yeah, he might be the lord of shipwrights. So Elway's fam still looking for him. They want to go, not without their boy, and they become the Elgalath, the Forsaken people. Yeah. Um, it mentions that had Almo waited, they were like super ready to go. Mm-hmm. They were done. They were like done waiting, but not quite at the moment. Right. Yeah. If, I mean, if he, he had. If he had waited another 10 minutes, they'd probably been like, okay, fine. He'll get here when he gets here. We're just, right. Let's just go. Um, so during this, Elway wakes up, now looking like a Maiar, silver hair. He's taller, possibly mm. looking like a snack, I would assume. Um, if that's what you're into. <laughs> I mean, I am. Um, Tall, silver-haired, glowing folks. Ooh, I understand. Say it again, but slower. Um, <laughs> so the the Tellery hop on Ulmo's barge island. Um, Osei misses them, and and it seems like he follows them. Yeah, um, this, I, th- I like this move. And Osei then, and then, ends up following the island barge, and then um, and he's like, like, "Yo, guys!" Yeah, he calls guys, out to the Tellery on to Larry on the on the rock, and they're like, "Guys, ah, dang." Hey, could you stop the boat, actually? <laughs> and Olmo is like, okay, because uh, I didn't fucking want to take you over there anyway, so this is this is perfect for me. <laughs> this freed up my whole yeah. afternoon. Thanks, guys. So Osei now anchors the island, and that island is now called Tol Eresia, the Lonely Isle. Which is dope. I mean, it seems kind of crazy, right? Like, how long do you think that they were at sea? Uh, how fast does an island move? I it could have been I ages. Mean, could have been. Um, I mean, these people are on this island long enough that maybe they just forget what land looks like. And they're like, okay with hanging out. Although if you're that close, maybe they don't like their, maybe they don't like their friends too much. Do you think that like, it says it that, that it stops like in the bay. Mm-hmm. So do you think that they're like a stone's throw away? Like if they had a Koosh football, they could throw it to um to the valinor or do you think it's just like miles and miles and they're I they mean, can like just see be, it off the coast it's got to be close enough that they get there getting pulled by birds so i feel like it's got to be i'm 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 saying no more than like a two-hour ferry ride oh no i imagine it's you think months. more i think it's a really long time oh see i was thinking like how long can you sit on a ship Couple hours. I don't like boats. How, so. how long can you and I sit on a ship? Uh, these are I mean, these are the limit, undying. The limit does not exist. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I I guess I assumed it was closer, but I guess that that makes sense if it would be an incalculable amount of time. Because really, it's it's an ocean they're crossing. They wouldn't really have any concept of time anyway, because it's not like they can see the trees of Eleanor. They don't even know what reading is. So not yet. Like, time is. Do they have buildings? Who knows? Uh, yeah, right. Where yeah. I guess it doesn't say. No, oh, man. I, it kind of just. I'm says gonna get slapped with. I'm gonna get slapped with so many like. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Emails this but week. Isn't I can't that fun? wait. I mean, it's fun for me. It's fun for me. I've gotten two so far, and when I read uh, them, I go. Thank you for your input. 
I will seriously consider <laughs> your point of view. I'm a guest. Um, I'm not reading these emails. No, so. but I'll send one to you if there's a, if there's a Drew specific one. Oh, how fun! Um, <laughs> so let's see, where were we? Um, okay, so uh, the I island stops in the bay. Uh, yeah, island stops in the bay. Um, <clears throat> they can see the light of Amon, and I guess it's been so long that their speech has been sundered from the Vanyar and Noldor. So it's um, it's a it's not a, it's not two hours. It's right. not a it's not a two hour okay. ferry ride. I meant like two hours from the bay to Valar, not like oh. across the ocean. <laughs> okay, that no. all right. I that mean that I would I hundreds of years probably. I I I would guess, but I don't know. Um, so the Valar make a gap in the Polori Mountains so that. So the Vanyar and the Noldor could see the stars, which is nice. That's very nice. They love that shit. They love Varda. Yeah, uh, the Valar. Bummed. So the Valar create. <laughs> I don't want to just say tuna because it sounds <laughs> no, do it. so <laughs> stupid. That's how I've been reading that yeah, because I, I read that chapter over and over and over for so I'm decades. Like, I was trying to think of like a more highbrow way to say it, like. Tuna, but every way it's just like yeah. So they so you get the fucking tuna. How about tuna? Um, tuna, yeah. But there's the thing over the U. I don't know, man. We add this is why we need Elf Wines Road. So we'll just say tuna. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm saying tuna. Who gives a shit? Um. So the Valar create tuna on a raised hill. Um. Calakiria. Calakiria. Uh, Calasiria. Pa- uh, the pass the, of light. Yeah, they um, just cut a big hole in the in the mountain wall. Right, and this is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge for a lot of reasons. Not just huge because they just fucking put a hole in a mountain, but like huge because this is the first deal. time. This is the first time since the lamps that there's been light on the other side of those mountains. Right. So, like for the first time ever, it says there's like. Flowers are blooming for the first time ever on that side of the mountain. Like, yeah, it hits it hits uh, the island and like flowers bloom there, and it's astonishing. It's crazy. They're very so, greedy with the light. Well, I mean, Melkor. I mean, he's chained now, but I don't. I wouldn't trust him over those mountains. He's probably um, fine. So they build the city of Tyrion, which is uh, the highest tower was for Ingwe. Um, and his silver lamp shone into the sea. Hardly oh, a mortal was... man has seen it. So like, I think that's home... a cool, a cool bit. Yeah, it's a cool bit. And it's an also long winded way to say homeboy has the first fucking lighthouse. I've yeah. seen him. I've <laughs> seen the one in Barnegat. Not so impressive. I've been on top of lighthouses. They're fine. I've seen the movie, the lighthouse. It was Covered okay. Bird shit. Oh Did man. You, I saw you the love lighthouse. that movie. Didn't you? Uh, okay. Give me one second. I might have a T-shirt about it that just says "The Lighthouse" on the sleeve, and it's <laughs> got a bunch of lanterns on the other sleeve. Was it that good? I love that movie, dude. <laughs> I love your disposal of it too. Um, just over the shoulder. It's, I'm not wearing it right now. Okay, so uh, homeboy makes lighthouses. That's great. Um, the Noldor and the Vanyar live in Tyrion. Um, Yavanna gives them a white tree, uh, Galathilion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made in the lesser image of Telperion. 
Um, it can't give its own light, but its seedlings were many. Uh, yeah, another fun way to say it's a tree and seeds fall from it. It's a very pretty tree. So seeds are planted um, on the Lonely Isle. Um, that tree becomes Celeborn. Now, it, it, I, I it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I read this as the Nimloft, the White Tree of Gondor, uh, the White Tree of Numenor. Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. But that tree was from the seedlings of Celeborn. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. And not from the original seedlings of Galathilian. Um. Either I way, think, I, I can't see right. how it makes a difference, but I feel like uh, Nimloth, the White Tree of Numenor, was like second generation away from from Galathilian. Yeah, it's like when people build bars out of hundred year old barns in Western Pennsylvania, and they go, "Ooh, look at this wood! It's so old." <sighs> like it's a, it's nice. It looks nice. It did. I gotta tell you. This is probably the first of many asides, but I, I am over reclaimed wood. Um, if you've ever been to a cafe and you walk in and you know, you know, when you, when you get up and you see the counter and the whole front of the bar is just like reclaimed pallet wood, like, fuck you. It's hilarious that you should mention that because because you just opened a cafe and it's all reclaimed pallet wood. I have moved from making coffee to being a woodworker and the first job I did being a woodworker, I made a coffee bar <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, it is all reclaimed wood. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, where is it? Nashville. Oh yeah. What's it's the shop called? Elixir. Really? Yeah, elixir. like that elixir in Nashville. The very same. Yeah. Wow. What's yeah. uh, Evan's stoked. Evan's sister is married to like a an ex Eagles player or something, and I mean, he really, is. really likes coffee. Yeah, and they live is. in Nashville, so he's like the main financier, and they went and. That's oh. insane. Which is also crazy because there's also so much good coffee in Nashville already. Is there really? Um, I yeah. was there. Barista Parlor is great. I should have asked you. I was just there. Yeah. Barista Parlor is great. Crema is great. Cool. Um, there's a shop called, oh man, what is that shop called? Oh man. Osa? Yeah, Osa. Dude. Osa Coffee. Great. It's kind of over by Vanderbilt. Really okay. good. I was just there last week to build this shop. And oh, a week before last, but um, apparently COVID just doesn't exist there. I have heard nobody, they're outside of that. Nobody's in a mask. Nobody, not I one person. It. They built like this isn't very. This, I imagine you'll probably cut this out because it's super boring and who nope. cares? We're in like, perfect. <laughs> but they built this thing. It's like the piazza, uh-huh. like, but it's across from the Predators Stadium, right? And there's that's where the elixir is. And it's all reclaimed wood. So I know exactly where you're talking about. If you're standing at the Preds Stadium, mm-hmm. what's that, Bridgestone Stadium? Something like that. that if you're right. standing there and you're facing like where Across the, the street, yeah. Where like the, the strip is. Yeah. It's that it's direction. That. 
it's it's that it's so a couple buildings to the right is where uh my wife's aunt and uncle have a house and like her cousin lives there so i'll have to tell her that's great yeah that's crazy uh like beginning of march man it's pretty cool did you you didn't go down there in an rv did you no i went there in uh in a u-haul that only going over the smoky mountains only reached about 45 miles an hour so that 12-hour drive ended up being 17 hours, and it was a nightmare. I just want to make sure that you're not, you know, bombing AT&Ts or anything. Oh, no, but that was right <laughs> down the street. That's, I mean, somebody had to do it, right? Oh, this is, that's, the, somebody's not going to like that joke. Yeah, but. Uh, anyway, nobody, wait, didn't he only kill himself? I think nobody got hurt. So okay, if he only whatever. killed himself, I can joke about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm making the call. Um, yeah, if he only killed himself, let's this. These are all jokes. But if other people died, this is all satire, and it's not funny, right? Um, also, anyway. I, we can talk off pod. But <clears throat> I was recently trying to buy, see if I could buy an ISIS flag on <laughs> on Etsy. Um, the, the band? No, <laughs> no the uh, the the political boy, the boys movement. Club. <laughs> Yeah, so that's we could talk about that later. Um, so, LA loved the Noldor. Uh, right, it's mentioned many times how he kind of gives them great knowledge and skill. Um, they were his favorite. Oh, they said, "Let's not play favorites," but they yeah. did. They but they all do. I mean, they all, they all do. do. Um, so the Masons of Finway start digging around and find some jewels. They invented tools for cutting and shaping, but they don't keep them. No, they just give them away. Yeah, they just give them away. They leave them everywhere. Um, And their labor enriched all of Valinor. It's like socialism, kind of. I mean. But that would never work. Right. I mean, you've seen Venezuela. Um, Fucking joke. Okay, so so, let's just get through this. I I honestly can't stand this part. There's so much. Um, We're not done. Elf, Elf family time. Um, yes. Finway, King of Noldor, Sons, Fanor, he's the smartest. Uh, Spirit burned as a flame. Mom was different than the other sons. Muriel, um, other sons, Fingolfin and Finarf. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say it without that one. Finarfin. Um, uh, those names are so ridiculous that I like to say them as ridiculous as I right. can. Like, it's probably something more elegant, like, right. like, Finarfin. Yeah, that sounds, it's like it not more better. elegant, really, but it sounds better. it's Finarfin. Finarfin. <laughs> so, fucking Finarfin, uh, he's the best looking, the fairest, obviously. Um, Mary's always daughter. Yeah, Mary's always daughter, um, which is cool. Their mom was uh, Indus of the Vanyar. Um, so then there's, then there's Feanor, right? Feanor's the first son of of uh of Finway, Sons of Feanor, uh Madros the Tall, <laughs> Maglor the Mighty Singer, uh Maglor the Wedding Singer, uh Kelagorm the Fair, he's friends with Orame, they go hunting together, which is really nice. Everybody needs a hobby. Um Karenthir the Dark, Kurufin the Crafty, Kurufin. I mean that's also a pretty Kurufin. good name. Kurufin. Kurufin. Um and he Finn. has he has his his dad's skills, Feanor's skills, which is nice. His father's um, skill of hand. 
Mm, and then there's the twins, uh, Amrod and Amrus. They also hunt in Middle Earth. Um, and they follow the horn of Orome also, which is nice. Orome still has friends. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> you know, I, so this, I was thinking about this while reading this. Orome is the first Valar that any of the children of Iluvatar see. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that he feels a responsibility to them afterwards? Or do you think he's like, cause, cause there's something, something that happens later um, with the unchaining of, of, of Hellboy that <laughs> makes me think that the Valar, all of the Valar are just like one note, like deities. Like they have one emotion, just archetypes and that's all they're doing. What do you think? I think um, that, it's like the first person that you, you meet a person at a new job and they're not the boss, but they're the first person that you meet. So they feel a responsibility towards you. I get that. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll show you guys the ropes. I'm like, not really the boss, but I'm kind of a big dog around here. You know, like none of that's valid. It's not real, but it's something that's a, but do gods feel emotions? like that maybe not i i I honestly don't think so i they can't they they uh they absolutely cannot and not only not only does i do i feel like this lens because because it's proven in the next chapter which we'll get to and we'll We'll get there you know but i all of this lends credence to my theory that iru iluvatar is not like an omniscient god like he can't possibly know what the fuck's going on. Otherwise, he just loves getting his balls kicked by Melkor. Like, or he just doesn't care because that's the other I think thing. He just like, doesn't care. Like Melkor fucking with the Valar and fucking with the elves and everything. Like Iluvatar doesn't care. Like, why would he care? He's right. he's up in the void. Like, not giving it. Like, it's barely. I feel like he barely knows what's going. I mean, I'm sure he knows what's going on, but like. Like he pops in and out like uh Manway will ask him for something. Cause that's right. his boy. But like, other than that, you really don't hear like, I don't think he said more than a sentence since the Ina Lindale. So what's that saying? Lions don't concern themselves with the something of sheep or something. Right. Like, I get, yeah. Like he's the biggest big dog. So he did. He, these are all just like his playthings and his ants and he's beyond space and time. And if this fucks up, maybe we'll just do it again. Who knows? Which I think you could, you could also say that Sounds about a lot like Christian God, I guess. Right. And that's where I was, I was trying to like ease my way into that, but that's the know, other thing. We'll just say it straight up. Right. And I, I, uh, I have, I, when I, so the guy last week, Andy was the only person, I mean, the only person besides you who is new, but are you also, going to get an Andre as well? And then I know, I know, I know. Package. When I told Josh that uh, that my guests were Andy and then Drew, he was like, "Okay, what? <laughs> what are you?" So I, I was thinking because this is an argument. My mother is very religious, and so this is an argument that we've had for the past thirty years. You know, of course. which is, you know, if. If you believe in God and you think that we're all God's children and God chooses to kill people, children, you right. know, innocent people, With cancer, innocent people who have never heard of him 
he's just like, you know, all right, you do fuck you. It, it just doesn't make any sense. It, it only, the only way you can convince me that God exists is if you were like, yeah, he exists and he doesn't give a shit about any of us. Then right. I'd be like, oh, okay, finally. I'd like, that's kind of on this the level. This makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, like, Iluvatar, Iluvatar doesn't seem to care about his kids so far. I mean, like, I'm sure he does, but like. No, he had the dopest band practice. And then he was like, <laughs> all right, head out. Be gone. I got stuff to do. Yeah. Like. Make sure you make sure you pack up the symbols the same way you found them. Um, so yeah. okay, so where were we? Uh, Madras the Tall, um, Maglor the Wedding Singer, Caligorn the Fair, Pals. Okay, so we got through that. So you mentioned all of the boys, right? Oh, is this the time? I did it. All right, Drew. What are you drinking? What do you? What do you? Uh, it's time for they come in pints. What are you drinking? <laughs> I cracked open a boy with the cold ones. Uh, this is just a, a classic Coors Banquet, oh, but I have see it. Uh, on on deck a Trogues Dreamweaver because um, I don't have work until nine tomorrow. Whatever. I That's... also got I have this tiny refrigerator that I keep on my desk that fits exactly six beers in it. Uh huh. And I've got this other one that's just got a night on it. It's Doylestown Brewing Company's. I think it's just called Shady. Oh, it's called Shady Night. Ooh, oh, is that a shady IPA? Um, I don't know. It's pretty Not good. Not that I even know what that means, but. It's a Shady Night Dark Lager. Ooh, don't know what that means, but uh, I bought it because it had dark a night on it, and lager. I thought that was pretty cool. I, uh, I'm i going. What about you? I'm going just straight oh, okay, bush, great. Bushmills this evening. Um, Hell yeah. I've got Bushmills. I, I, I have a, I finally got a new. Uh, a new um, thing for my soda stream. Sure. So more gas for my soda stream. So nice. I'm, I'm back in, back in the seltzer business. And then, uh, we've got an herbal remedy here, but Heck yeah. thank <clears> you <throat> so much. Thanks for another episode of, uh, the common pints. I'll find that. Um, I'll find that quote from the movie at some point and throw it in there. So you don't just hear me saying it, but, um, pints. okay. So the sons of Fingolfin, mm. Fingon, he becomes the king of the Noldor and then our king of the North. Mm. Uh, Turgon, Lord of Gondolin. That sounds nice. And they have they have a sister. Gondolin's cool. It's got its own book. Aridel, the mm-hmm. White. Aridel, it's just so it, nobody gets confused. Right. Um, hung out with the sons of Feanor uh, platonically. It makes a very big point in saying she hangs out with them platonically. Um, and there was a reason for that. Uh, well, she was pale, dark hair, only wore silver and white. That sounds great. It's nice to have a a uniform. It's, it's an opposite goth. Yeah. Do you? Uh, you wear mostly black, right? You're a real. Goth I'm a guy. cool guy, so I own just black t-shirts. Yeah. Is that true? I did laundry the other day, and I <laughs> stacked all my shirts up, and I was like, "Oh, these are all black, every one." I went through. It's real easy. Um. I like stop wearing band t-shirts mostly cause I get like grew out of most of my band t-shirts <laughs> and I had to go in another direction. Sure. And so now if you go in my, if you go in my drawer, I own at least 30, I would say, I would say cautiously 30 black pocket t-shirts. Nice. It just that's became, a, that's a, 
That's a nice uniform. Became my thing. Black pocket t-shirts, a pair of black jeans, you know, black vans. Oh, uh, nice. It was great. I, I felt really comfortable. Now, I'm wearing a lot of Birkenstocks. It just really fell into my, my, my winter outfit. You, so you do love fish and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> I, yeah, can I be honest? I've tried. <clears throat> Um, fish, I don't, I just don't get fish is like goofy. Um, grateful dead. I've, I keep trying. I feel like as a, like a, uh, cis het white male who just turned 40, like uh, like all of a sudden, thank you. Uh, somebody, somebody should just drop off like, you know, live and, who gives a shit? Nineteen seventy-two, <laughs> and like, here you go, happy birthday! You're a, you're an adult now. Um, Do you in in storage somewhere in your place? There is a Grateful Dead tapestry that you didn't know was there, but it got there when you were forty. It just <laughs> right. appeared, and it's then a, all of a sudden, a, a skeleton I'm be, with a bunch of roses or something. I'm gonna be listening <clears throat> to some sick Jerry licks, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like a like a championship banner, it's just gonna. Yeah. Bloop, fall from the wall um i will all of a sudden you're gonna know all the trivia right and i will nobody asked i will all of a sudden uh be on uh psychedelics Mm -hmm. um so i would say you know what the problem is that band checks so many boxes for me like i love sunglasses (laughs) guitarist without a finger (laughs) no i mean kind of i love black sabbath but like (laughs) that's what i was doing if you uh if you if you think about it like i i don't mind bluegrass like i don't i don't love it but i when you think about like the thought of like jammy electric bluegrass like what doesn't sound good about that and then you listen to the Grateful Dead and you're like, oh, that's what doesn't sound good about that concept. <laughs> you know, um, at some point I, I really liked jam bands and then I grew out of it. And then I started working, doing security at venues. And then I like, I thought I wanted shows to be long. Oh. And then I started working at shows right. and I was like, if they play more than 40 minutes, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. No Every way. single night I would, like, and then a jam band would play and they'd go for three hours. And I'm like, this is unfucking believable. This is non just stop. I can think of <clears throat> uh, like maybe like a small handful of bands that I would want to see for more than an hour. Best like there's show, not, there's not much out there. I want to see for more than an hour. The best show I ever saw was a doom metal band. There was no opener. They played for one hour. There was no stage banter, and then they left. That's amazing. It, it was fantastic. Best like, show I've ever gone to. I the I feel like I've only ever seen a few bands that played two plus hours. Um, Dude, I saw I Hate God play for three. Jesus and a half hours. fucking Christ! How do you like? There's just no way. It was two in the morning. I just left. They weren't done. <laughs> they just kept going. There's just I don't. I mean, like they're not. They're a it's band I like. I don't yeah. know that I celebrate their entire catalog, but I I like that band. Um, but I don't want to see them for more than 45 minutes, really, to be right. honest. Um, like, I would I would watch The National play for two hours, but that's only because, like, I, uh, that I think they've got, got an interesting, like, stage show, I guess. I mean, bands I loved, Frightened Rabbit, R.I.P., played for, like, 90 minutes. 
when they headlined it. And I was like, it's acceptable. That's an acceptable amount of time. This is 30 minutes too long for me to be honest, but (laughs) which I feel bad saying because the singer's no longer with us. But speaking of people that are no longer with us, let's move on to the sons of Finn Arfin. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect segue. Although Finn Arfin's still with us because you know, they never die. So Arfin, here we are. Uh, so sons of Finn Arfin, Finrod, the faithful, um, later called Felagund, Lord of Caves. That's what they called me in high school. That's <laughs> um, Oradeth, Oradreth, Orodreth. Yes. Yeah, um, Angrod, um, Agnor. Mm-hmm. And then the most famous of them all, Sister Galadriel. Gala- oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Galadriel. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it in one. Yeah, I thought. First try, idiots. thought a little bit too much. Um, She was the most beautiful in the house of Fenway, hair lit with gold as though it had caught in the mesh of Laureline. Seems lovely. I wish anybody would talk about me like that. You know. Well, if your hair was laced with gold as if it was meshed with the radiance of Laureline, then we would. Instead, they're like, his feet. Smelled with the stench of <laughs> Laureline, <laughs> with the stench of Croydon. <laughs> I think only you and I get that. I think it's funny. Um, so the Tellery finally go to Amon. Um, they love the sounds of the sea. They miss their kindred, who I can't even imagine they would remember anymore. But um, and they want to check out Valinor. Right. So Ulmo had Ose teach them shipbuilding and then has swans carry the ships to Amon. Um, a gift of strong winged swans to carry their ships. I mean, <clears throat> when there's no wind. That's great. I got a I got a air fryer for Christmas, but I'm not I'm not bragging about it. Um, so the Tellery stay Some at the people beach. would say that's better than strong wings. <laughs> I mean, I would. The wings I ate yesterday during the big game would suggest that. <laughs> um, so the Tellery stay at the beach. Um, they want to see the light of the trees in the city of Tyrion, but they stayed at the bay, sailing and walking around the sea. Um, the Noldor come out, give them jewels. They fucking leave them all over the beach. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, cool. Thanks, go. dog. Whoosh. Um, the, uh, Tellery moved to Alqualande, which yeah, they built, they built the city of Alqualande, the Haven of Swans. It's funny. I, uh, I have a, I have a, an uncle in South Philly named Alqualande. Um, so, uh, in Alqualande are the mansions of Aule. It's where they park their fucking swan boats. Uh, and they like it cause they can see the stars from there. I assume they can't see the light of the trees because uh, the Pelori Mountains are in the way. So I don't really know why you do that. They jewels that they threw on the ground. Yeah, right. (laughs) Here's a fucking jewel. Here's a jewel. Um, What the hell do we do with these? The Vanyar Vanyar move inland. uh, (coughs) The Vanyar leave Tyrion. Um, This is when they are sundered from the Noldor. Uh, They hang out in the mountains of Manway. They hang out in the woods. Um... Noldor, they stayed, they stayed closer to the beach because they remember Middle Earth under the stars, um, and so this is kind of how they stay for a while. Uh, Finway is the king in Tyrion. Uh, 
Owe is the king in Alkualande, and Ingwe, king of all the elves, hangs Forever. out in Tanaquetil <laughs> at the feet of fucking Manway. And that's the chapter. How um how big do you think the Valar are? Like, like stature wise. I mean they can change, but do you do you think they're like baseline is like six feet tall? Or nah, do you think they're they, I I mean I feel like they're probably pretty huge. Probably. Like, if I when, were a, uh, if I were a god, I would I would do that. Yeah, I, I would do big. Um <laughs> I feel like because <clears throat> like and only specifically because of the descriptions of Manway earlier and Ulmo, who I assume is kind of formless for the most part. Um, like sticky like I, water? Yeah, fan. like I assume Ulmo is like mostly just voice. I think he's um, liked being water. Very, I believe, very rarely took the form of a person, I guess. Right. I guess it's not really implied. Yeah, I mean, I <clears> think... Yeah, I I, I, I never thought Olmo's about it right. how does he expose himself to the to the tellery? It's probably not just as water. That would be terrifying. It would be scary. Yeah, so, if they were like, oh dang, the water that's dark waves, that's not for me. And then the dark waves start speaking to you? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. fuck that. Fuck that. No, which, I actually live which in the actually, desert now. Which actually would make sense because nobody wants to fucking nobody wants to go. Everybody's like, uh, like, are you sure? Uh, How deep does know. that go? Okay, put me on this island, dog. Um, so that's the chapter. What did we learn? I think about this, and I think what I really got from this is the mm-hmm. island thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I liked what knowing what was going on with the House of Feanor. Or, this is an uh, establishing Finway. chapter. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not as bad as like of Thingol and Melian, but it's just this is the Bible, but for dorks. <laughs> I would, I would say the Bible is the Bible for dorks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. All right, you got me there. This is, uh, this is the Bible for elves. Like, there's just tons and tons of names. Names of cities, names of people. The, the, there are names mentioned here that will never be mentioned again. Right. They'll and say like one son's name and then he's never talked about. It's <clears throat> it's why these chapters, like uh, uh, there's a huge part of me that like wishes, I mean, I'm doing this because I want to know more. Right. But, you know, when I read these names or when I read things that people did or like the smallest detail. I'm like, I guess I better draw attention to that because I don't know if that's going to be a big deal in the end. Like odds are it probably will be like, they'll mention Turgon again, eight chapters from now. Right. But not until then. And you're like, Turgon, Turgon, the fuck is Turgon? And then he'll come back and like, Oh yeah, he was one of the sons of, yeah. Sons of fucking, I already forgot. Finnarfin. Okay, so um, of Feanor and the unchaining of Melkor. So the uh, we we start talking a little bit about the House of Finway again, uh, more specifically Finway and his wife Muriel. Muriel is the mother of Feanor. Feanor is a spirit of fire. 
Um, Muriel was consumed in spirit and body during childbirth and asks well, release from the labor of living. That's fucking so brutal. Well, first, let it be known that this is what they call the noontide of the blessed realm. So <laughs> I have a, a thought often about like reading stories and be like, man, why does everything always suck in stories? Like, why is it chaos all the time? But no, it's not. It's just that's the you don't want to hear the boring story, like the noontide of the blessed realm. So this is like a shitty thing that happens during the noontide of the blessed realm. The sick years, the golden years. Um, um, yeah, she gives birth and is like, wow, that was a lot. I'm never doing that again. Yeah, never doing that again. And also, I'm fucking out of here. I would like to be released from life, please. So Finway, obviously, he's bummed by this. He consults Manway. Manway sends Muriel to Irmo in Lorien. Um, She gets to Lorien, and her spirit leaves for the halls of men. So she fucking dies. Well, oh man, you she know. says she says something pretty great. Uh, she says, "Oh, uh, so Finway's like this is pretty. This this kind of sucks. I wanted to have like more kids because we're like we're young and this is a beautiful time to be alive." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "It is indeed unhappy, and I would weep if I were not so weary. But hold me blameless in this, and all that may come after." And she dies. <laughs> so it's so fucked up. Um, <laughs> So what does Finway? Finway does what any devoted husband would do. He goes to, to Lorien, sits beside her body. Surprise, surprise, her spirit never comes back. He's so bummed that he's like, I'm never coming back here. You yeah. just lost a customer. <laughs> <laughs> Bring my wife back now, or I'm Yeah, in in so they're essentially like out they're like out just outside of heaven. Like mm-hmm. where the spirits go and you die. They're just, it's right there. It's next door. And they're like, okay, well, I, maybe I'll just wait here for her spirit to come back. <laughs> it doesn't. He's like, all right, fine. Yeah. He's I'm like, not coming back. Yeah. He's like, her spirit's not coming back. $5 for a cup of coffee. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's leaving, but he's got like a little bit of the sniffles and a single <laughs> tear. And he's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> um, so uh, it's his, tragic. It's not funny. So Finway's son, Feanor, I mean, she's, this is fake. It's funny. Um, <laughs> so Feanor, Feanor has skills. Um, Feanor got all of uh, Finway's love when he was a kid. So he's super smart, has the most skilled hands and he starts, he starts making gems. So I um, was taking notes last night. I was reading this, rereading it and taking notes and uh-huh. uh, imbibing a little bit. And right. my notes here say, Fanor was basically the craftiest fuck who ever lived. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. He, he decided, I can make gems better than the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like, he look does. at these, look at these boring. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Because when they were talking about the gems before, it's all pearl it's yeah. all diamonds, so it's yeah, everything found, is clear. Yeah, they found they found pearls in the ocean, and they found like diamonds and rubies and stuff. And Fanor's like, "This is boring and stupid." <laughs> Fuck, I didn't put that together that he's the one who made like specialty <clears throat> gems. Yeah, he's he makes, he's like, tell you what, uh, you got diamonds, I'll I'll fuck you up with some 
some cubic zirconia or yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah, check it. Opalite. Enjoy. <laughs> he's like, rhinestone. Uh, <laughs> See this? Fanger it's, boy. That's cool. That one's just red. This one's a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> so Feanor marries uh, uh, Nerdanel. Nerdanel. <laughs> I feel so bad. Daughter of uh, it's Matan, who's uh, the most dear to Aulai. So, you know, they're all good with their hands. Um, she then bears seven fucking sons. And then, and then it, the whole time, it just keeps talking about, like... Before they like before before the bad happen, or like you know right. what I mean. So it keeps like alluding to the fact that like they're going to become estranged, right? They'll get there. So but they're like they had seven sons, but like how long? They're 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 not bound to a lifespan. They just go forever. So right, she could have had seven sons over the course of 800 years. I think it was not. I think it was probably like seven years or something. Yeah. I mean, a reasonable amount. There's a part of me that feels like they're not. Well, I don't know. I guess. I guess. I I guess if Muriel menopause, I don't think they run out of time. Right. I guess if Muriel is like, hates childbirth so much, she's like, fuck you. I'm out of here. It can't be pleasant. Right? Probably not a great time. So given she said that the energy she put into Feanor was like several lives worth of people. And that's why he's so good at stuff. Hey, he's he, condensed. <clears throat> um, Finway marries Indus of the Vanyar. He eventually um, gets over his wife dying. So I mean, of. you gotta, gotta move on. Um, gotta get back to work, man. Uh, Indus is do. the close kin, uh, kin of Ingwe, which, you know, if you're going to marry, marry, marry close. Um, <laughs> Feanor, say, not stoked on new mom, Hates not stoked mom. on new brothers. So he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to live apart from y'all. I'm going to live apart and I'm going <clears> to <throat> just explore Amon. Um, yeah, he, he's so unstoked about this. Like the only thing they know is other elves, gems, the ocean, and gods. And he's like, I'm going to go do literally anything else because I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> so this is this is another part where the text hints that Feanor is like becoming evil. And in uh, a Finway hadn't had a second family and would have like devoted himself to Feanor, like Feanor wouldn't have been bad or something which has to be I, much it's later a fun it's like a fun little sort of spoiler there because they're like man stuff stuff gets shitty later well, which <laughs> is maybe crazy. wouldn't have been that way and i kept thinking like oh man it's <clears> gonna be at the end like he's the one who unchains milk no it's has nothing to do with that and i guess i just have to wait um Oh, yeah, because so, we haven't read this yet before. I haven't. No, nope, this is first. This will be fun for you. So Melkor's jail sentence ends. Um, he completes Goes three. Goes parole officer. Yeah, three ages alone, um, which I asked last week. I was like, is this solitary? Like, is he? he's not in Gen Pop, right? And it's like, nope, he is, he is definitely alone. Alone. Um, so uh, Manway brings Melkor to the thrones of the Valar, which originally I was like, oh, yeah, he, he brought him to the Ring of Doom. He did not bring them to the Ring of Doom. 
he uh, he brought them to uh, Valmar uh, within the gates of Valmar. Um, Melkor sees the elves and immediately hates them. He's like, "Fuck those things!" Which it's the the mirror image between Christian Lucifer and mankind mm-hmm. and Melkor and elves. Crazy. It's it's almost it, like none it's, of it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Which one came first? Honestly, can you tell me? Uh, I bet it was Melkor. Yeah. Um, so, so, but he hides, he hides the fact that he hates everything, which yeah. is nice. I mean, yeah. it shows, it shows that yeah. he's really grown as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, I don't Same know. guy. It's a person. I'm like, he's not an Ainur. person, but that's not he, real. He's not an Ainur anymore. And he was not counted among the Valar. So I don't even know what he is anymore. Just a dude. Just a dude. Um, he falls at the feet of Manway and tries to get pardoned. Um, he says he'll help help the Valar fix all the bad shit he did in Middle Earth before, which is kind. I, I nice understand. I understand why he would offer that. He's currently um, being nice. You have to actually do it to be yeah. kind. Uh, Manway, you gotta be cruel to be kind, actually. I which that. he is. Uh, Manway grants his pardon, um, but doesn't trust him. And yeah. so he has to like kind of stay within the gates of Valmar. Eventually he's like good. And they're he like, to, he says, listen, you're granted parole, but you do have to check in with your parole officer. Right. And oddly enough, that's me. And <laughs> by check in, I mean, I'm not letting you out of my sight. So <laughs> eventually they put the ankle monitor on him and he can like roam around Amon. Um, and, uh, Manway thinks Melkor's evil's cured because he doesn't understand evil. Like, he's not equipped to like understand that like think, evil persists. I think like Iluvatar and the Valar just don't have like a huge array of emotions. They can't. And that's what I I even noted that in here that like this is like another reason that Iluvatar, not omniscient, like the all I know about Manway, Manway is probably dumb and like super kind, but like commands respect for like just because he's like, well, I'm I'm like king of these guys, so you gotta well, there's like, like me. eight of us, right? And I'm right. the best, so I'm in charge. Mm. And they're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So the only people <clears throat> who are not. Uh, tricked by this Ulmo and Tulkas uh, Ulmo doesn't believe that he's changed Tulkas clenches his fists every time he walks by I which, love Tulkas oh I love him uh, although if you don't want to ruin it don't go looking at Tulkas fan art because no, it, is, it is really <laughs> bad lots of braids like I don't see Tulkas with braids but I mean you got to keep the hair out of your eyes while you're does he just have like a big dumb goofy smile. Is it a like big dumb goofy smile? Is, is it like Christian pamphlets of Jesus, where he's just like, "Hey, that's a white guy." And you're right. like, Tolkis, the white guy. Tolkis, Tolkis <laughs> is probably like a very muscular Tom Brady. Okay, is Tom, Tom Brady's a footballer, right? He's yeah. like super okay, never good mind. at football. Yeah, he's uh, like I. Is he the best him. football? I mean, I would say I. I would. Yeah, he's probably the best footballer. Um, Good for him. So anyway, 
so Ulmo and Tulkas go along with Manway's judgment, which is nice. Um, I bet Tulkas looks like the Undertaker. You, M- <laughs> Melkor? No, Mandos looks like the Mandos Undertaker. Looks, I think Mandos so, looks like Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Melkor hates the. Uh, what doesn't Melkor hate actually? But Melkor hates the Eldar. Dude, Blame- everybody. He hates everything. All he, the things. If it's created, he hates it. He uh, he blames the Eldar for his downfall, um, and uh, and so fair. so he so he fakes wanting to be their friend. He's uh, very good at concealing his emotions. I mean, or I everybody's guess you, a fucking if, idiot. That's what ooh, I'm going with. What did I say? Um, so the Vanyar don't trust him. Uh, the the Tellery are too weak. He doesn't give a shit. I love. I mean, that. which which also. I like that Tolkien decided that, and he was like, I'm going to write that down. Melkor, yeah. he sees these sea nerds and is like, actually, they're not worth my fucking time. Uh, I think Yo, that's because let's be honest. They're like, I mean, <clears throat> uh, like, I'm, I'm happy that uh, I'm just saying. The Tellery are the worst elves. I okay, respect them less than the people who than the the Moriquindi. Wait, Moriquindi <laughs> didn't leave. Anyway, so the Vanyard don't trust him, so he doesn't like them. Tellery too weak, so he doesn't care about them. But Not he likes problem. the Noldor because they're they're the nerds. Nerd door. They just um, want to make jewels and things, yeah, and they're the smartest. <laughs> so Melkor starts telling lies, knowing that Feanor is not around. But like Feanor's super popular in his songs about him. Um, Melkor lies and tells everybody that like Feanor learned everything from him. Feanor is off and has no idea anything any of this is happening. End of chapter. Um, the Noldor fucking love Melkor. They're like, yo, that guy is great. And um, <clears throat> I think before the end of this chapter, Feanor eventually like learns stuff from Melkor. Melkor is like, Hey, you're that guy that everybody's talking about. Wait, does he? <clears throat> I think so. Maybe, maybe I read, so I read it, I read it, you know, I kept reading it over and over again. And to me, I, I felt like what it was saying was that, <clears throat> um, Feanor and Melkor never actually met. Oh no. Um, Feanor learned he Melkor saw him and was like, "Yo, you're that dude that everybody's talking about." And Feanor's like, "Yeah." Oops. And he's like, "I'm super good at building stuff with my hands." And Feanor's like, "Go on." <laughs> and he like teaches him how to make stuff really well. So <clears throat> later on, you're like, oh, hey, this he only made these things because of Melkor, because Melkor taught him because Feanor is a lunatic and can't stop making stuff. He loves to make things. He loves it. He just wants to make stuff. He's like, and and the, the crazy thing is that they don't even get anything for it. They just like, they just love to do it, yeah. which like I get. He's just making stuff to make stuff, which is cool. Right. I, uh, I like to make stuff. I like making stuff. I mean, I uh, I just draw D and D maps for no games because I can't play Dungeons and Dragons right now. Why? Because we live in a pandemic world. Oh, you can't. That's not something you can do over Zoom. Oh no, I, I do that too. But like, uh, I have just rolls and rolls of paper that I just draw maps on. 
Nice. Uh, one of my friends here, her and her boyfriend are in like a couple of campaigns mm-hmm. and I love talking about it. Like I, I want <clears throat> to play so bad, but I haven't played D and D since I was like it was a fun time since like the satanic panic of the eighties. Oh, how fun. I was uh, not alive, so I didn't get to do that. Well, you missed out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, final thoughts. What, like, <clears throat> what did we get? A lot of lineage. A lot of lineage. lineage. Picked up a bunch of names of cities. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that partially stoked that, uh, that the Tellery are with their friends again, although they're like not really because it seems like all those groups of elves still stay separate. Well, they have like a home base, which is that island. Mm-hmm. But they also like hang out on the beach. Yeah, and they like Ose now they're master shipbuilders because of Ose and which is nice. And uh, oh wait, hold on. Oh, we did okay. No, I'm, I'm going to cut that out. I was going to say, wait, weren't we supposed to talk about uh, about Elway? And then I remembered we, we did talk about Elway. We did that. Hey, man. Liquor. I love it. Um, it's a great time. Drew, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, uh, in Philadelphia. Also on social media. It's just Drew Manji everything. D-R-E-W-M-A-N-J-I. Basically all of it. Nice. Um, I would love to get some more emails. Uh, deadbroitspod at gmail.com. Also, deadbroitspod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Drew, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, I yeah, think next time that, you want to talk about more nerd shit, uh, you know, yeah, my number. Yeah, I think I think this will not be the last time we see our friend Drew. Uh, hey. And next week, we will have Andre on. Um, <laughs> Again, the whole trifecta. You did it all. Again, uh, this is Dead Bro. It's Pod. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.